But anyway, we haven't started the topic. So, what next? Okay, we understood all the kingdom of God stuff. What's next? Any guesses? The power of Jesus, the authority over us. Right. So, it is a plan of God or plan, let's say, instead of just calling God, let's say, our creator. the supreme being who created each of each one of us had a plan from from the beginning which he is executing through the ages and the major part of that plan was sending his own son jesus christ into earth bringing his kingdom and then he went back so while he went back is that the end is that it when jesus came down and he went through all the passion and crucifixion and he resurrected he went back is that the end of the story no it's the beginning that's just the beginning of the story right but when we look at christians or even us ourselves around us our faith and belief seems to end at that cross we look at the cross we look for go for the way of cross and we worship him we sometime feel sympathized to to, uh, to jesus we cry we still plead uh, to heavenly father so what what difference does it make that jesus has accomplished all this stuff he brought the kingdom of god that's what we learned but how different is how my life versus somebody who doesn't know jesus it seems same to me or most of the christians if you look around all of them exactly lives like any other normal person who doesn't when an atheist life it's the same so it's as if jesus christ is another mythical figure just like another fairy tale we have reduced into that capacity so if it is true that jesus christ brought the kingdom of god and god had a plan there should be something father god the father is trying to accomplish through all this any guesses on that what is the will of our god what is the will of god there's a bible verse saying the will of god is to make ourselves identical identical to his son to be conformed to the image of his son is the will of god will of the father manifestation right so our creator wants us to be like christ that's why our christ culture our tagline is be christ a christian is not somebody who is following jesus christ the real meaning of christian is one who is christ he himself is going to be christ be christ christian is one who is going to be christ christ means what we have discussed this before jesus and christ what's the meaning of jesus Jesus in my name, he's with us. No, the meaning of Jesus and the name Jesus. Remember, every has a meaning. Uh, it is uh, the nature. Remember all those stuff? Like we, the, the name is significant, right? The name denotes a character or it conveys what yes, person yes, means. Yes, okay. yes, yes. So what is Jesus? Does it mean God saves? Yes. Healer? Savior. So always remember we need to always remember this two thing jesus christ we should at least know the the what it stands for jesus means savior or god saves so jesus is the one who saved us from something saved us from the sins saved us from the curses saved us from the kingdom of darkness so he did save us from many things so he is a savior but what is christ then that's not his last name right christ christ means messiah the anointed one the anointed one bring us to righteousness the anointed one yeah the christ means the anointed one which means he's the anointed one from the father so he is the savior he is the anointed one and if you look at st paul's letters he rarely uses word jesus the name jesus he always address him as christ christ so there's a big difference when he when we read it oh christ is jesus no christ is the anointed one the anointed one he what, what he was anointed with 
Holy Spirit and power. And then he did all that with that anointing and power. Now, Father is saying you, you should be the Christ. You should be, Christians are supposed to be Christ, which means we are supposed to be the anointed one. So in that aspect, let's go back to scripture and say, what are we supposed to do? We understood kingdom of God. We understood everything about kingdom of God. We understood how Jesus came and established it. So let's start from that one Bible verse, which was, I think in the first session of kingdom of God, we said, why did Jesus come to earth? In his own words, he did say that. It was Luke 4.43. If somebody can read or if somebody remembers that. Why did Jesus came? Luke chapter 4.43. But he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to the other cities also, because for this purpose I have been sent. So there are a few things here. This is the, in his own words, but Jesus himself is saying, I am being sent. I didn't come on my own accord. I'm being sent by somebody, my father. And this is a purpose I am being sent. Not to come and express my divinity here, not to come and show off his own miraculous powers, but he's being sent to proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God. So this is the reason why Jesus came. This was his mission statement. This is the only reason why he came down to earth and he did whatever he did in earth from the very childhood until he went back. It's this. The purpose was to proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God. And how did he do that? He did teach. Right? When he taught in the synagogue, something was a little different. What was he yeah. spoke with authority. Right. The first time, let me pull up that note. First time he spoke in the synagogue, everybody took notice. Until that day, he was just a normal guy, normal young guy, carpenter, son of Joseph and Mary, not a significant person. But he took the scroll of Isaiah and declared this was fulfilled today. And he started doing miraculous and then they asked him, like, under what authority do you think that you are speaking like this? You're doing all the stuff. So they are, they are seeing something different from the normal stuff. In the way the scribes and Pharisees talked, they were talking about Moses told us to do this. So we are doing this. Moses, our father Moses, he gave the law. So he's always referring, they're referring to delegating to somebody else, but they never spoke in authority but when jesus said i say unto you truly truly i say unto you that moses said like this but i'm telling you that it is much more serious that when you hurt your brother you are equally it's equivalent to uh, that you are committing murder he spoke as if he knew the meaning of the laws he even elaborated it he added definition and he even said i'm telling you all the commandments and laws can be summarized into two so he spoke differently. He not only spoke differently, he actually started doing the things which he was talking about. Right? If I'm using the finger of God or if I'm casting out demons by the spirit of God, know that the kingdom of God is, has come to you, is in between you. So he started doing all that. So he spoke with authority. He acted it out. He shown that authority. And that's how he proclaimed the kingdom of God. That's how he started fulfilling the purpose he was being sent to. Now we know what all happened. All um, Jesus came and did all that. He was crucified. He went back. And for 40 days, what did he teach the disciples before he ascended into heaven? What was they doing? What were they doing? Jesus was with the disciples for 40 days, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, parables, he was like, um, he went each and every town, cities, spreading no, the that's, good news. That's before he was crucified. Right? This is after he was resurrected. And there was a gap between, period between when he was resurrected versus when he went back to heaven, right? There was a period of 40 days. He transformed himself to the 
no no he was teaching no, he was teaching continue study and then he said many things and said i'm leaving and the helper will come so wait until you receive him only then you go out and do the stuff so kingdom of god has much more than what we can learn from the parables kingdom of god is much more than what we read from the bible there is hidden things which are not revealed to us so john chapter 2021 can somebody read it this is our purpose now father god sent his son to proclaim the good news now he came and he went back now what is he doing what is our purpose or anybody who believes in jesus christ for in fact for every human being this is the will of god at chapter t- john 2021 gospel of john chapter 2021 jesus said to them again peace be with you as the father has sent me so i send you peace be with you as the father has sent me so i send you so the father sent jesus christ to do what bring good news to the poor bring good news to poor uh, the bring the kingdom of god now jesus said like the father sent me i am sending you which means me every one of us right this is what the second chapter of course planets the first chapter finishes with jesus the second chapter opens with our face in it our life in it so today when we realize that there is a higher plan uh, a higher purpose god the father and jesus himself want us to fulfill before we go back by before we ascend back we should take that seriously maybe we never considered this for us it's just like you know, somehow we are born somehow it is our way this christian life somehow plead to god and hopefully everything will go fine and one day god if he's merciful we'll end up in heaven if that was the approach we were taking bible tells us a different story that's not how jesus looks at it that's not how our father the creator my creator who sent me here wants us to behave and live the life he's saying like the father sent me i am sending you which means i am my plan for you my child is you to continue where i stopped what i started you should continue it this is my will so now are we doing it or are we still not figuring out are we like living like a much lower standard right this is where god wants us to be but we might be like here and we should analyze why is that gap why is that gap can we think of it like what like what jesus did was amazing he proclaimed the good news he he spoke with authority first of all and then he did all that stuff and he is expecting each one of us to do the same thing what is lacking on our side faith faith focus or in, let's say in order let's say we all decided to follow that what do we need we need the holy spirit right but in like more ways like, what did jesus had different than us like what confidence how, he had confidence authority he had authority he had power right he was he had wisdom nobody could wisdom down, right yes. great yes. wisdom you have great power and authority compassion you name it, it he was totally on a different level but would jesus say to me and you do what i did in your lifetime without any plan you see that's stupid to say that okay you now you go figure out on your own and you do something nobody will do that right so our thinking is that i like power i'm a sinner i have no idea what bible is i don't have wisdom 
I am stuck in this life. I am somehow surviving. My health is bad. And we have all this concept about ourselves. The image I have about myself is something which is co contrary to the purpose I am assigned to. That's, that should change. Remember, where's the battle? Where's the battle being fought? Second Corinthians 4 4. What does the kingdom of darkness do right now in our life from the very day we are born? Blinding eyes. Blinding our eyes. It's trying to blind our minds so that the gospel, the light of the gospel will not what shine forth. Or, or in other words, we will never know the truth. So we'll try to put our minds with a lot of lie, a lot of things, a lot of thoughts and perception about ourselves, which is contrary to the truth, or which will never accomplish what Jesus wants us to do. And that's number one. We need to change our image, our perceptions, and we should be willing to accept it. First of all, are we willing to sign up for this assignment that we should be proclaiming the kingdom of God. And there was this promise, right? If you seek the kingdom of God, God is taken care by the kingdom of God. They, God will take care of you if you are willing to take care of the kingdom of God. That was the offer. When we sign up that offer, then God is saying, I am sending you. You are not going on your own. Somebody is sending you. If I say that, so in another verse, okay, let's read that. Second Corinthians 5.20. In the olden times when, when there are different kingdoms, right? When they will be sending one messenger to another kingdom about with the message from the king. That's when they will go there and then tell, okay, the so-and-so king is sending me as a messenger. Don't shoot the messenger, but this is what the king is saying. So he is being sent. So in the modern times, what do we call them? Like, let, let's read that. Second Corinthians 5.20. We, the okay. we are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. Right. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be re reconciled to God. So we are Christ, we will be, or we are. We are. we are, which means it already happened. It's not yeah. something you need to achieve. Messenger. It's not like okay, if you praise and worship and if you do enough good things, you might be considered for the position of ambassador of Christ. No, it, it says you already are. In Christ, God has reconciled. When Christ reconciled the entire world into God by being being the on that cross when he is sacrificing himself for the sins. That reconciliation happened at that moment. Anyone who believes in Christ became Christ's ambassador. In, in, in modern day our world, in our governments, if a U.S. ambassador is in India, around, I mean, that U.S. ambassador is not under the rule of India. Right, Indian government has no authority over that particular person, even though he is living in India. Right, he has special privileges. He is controlled by whom? The US, US government. government. Who sent him there? The president or the prime minister? The U.S. government decided to send a particular person. Yes. Was he more like? Is he the biggest and tallest and the strongest guy in in U.S.? Not necessarily. Okay. Is under the authority of that main person. Right. So the military power and all other power of the US is backing a particular person and sending him out, saying, You go there and be representative of me and make sure that our rules are being implemented, our citizens are being taken care of, and our interests are being carried out in that foreign nation. And if anything happens to you, we will come. Back. We will back you. They are not going to touch you. Why? Because they are not scared of you, but they are scared of what? The military authority backing that person. So that's an ambassador. So Bible tells us we each of us are ambassadors. Now put this analogy back into our life. 
which we are citizens of where in spiritual realm heaven to be an ambassador first of all you need to be a to be a us ambassador you should be first of all a us citizen you should be born and brought up in us and then you send abroad or you can acquire i don't even think even if you acquire the citizenship citizenship you will not be eligible but you should be born and brought up here we are born again christians we read about that we learned about that when we are born again we became citizens of heaven we citizens of the kingdom of god now we are eligible to be sent out as an ambassador so we are being sent out as an ambassador to a foreign kingdom which kingdom is that kingdom of uh, evil darkness darkness light this world which we live in right now is under the kingdom of darkness darkness god of the world right we know that it he has some authority and now we are being in this foreign nation as ambassador which means our backing power is where our citizens we don't belong to in this heaven we are kingdom of light heaven and the entire yes. heaven is backing us right and what are what what are we supposed to do we are we supposed to come here and enjoy our life or just eat no with this culture no. and then leave what's the purpose of an ambassador to go and preach the good news means go and means uh, go and establish what that whatever the superior that has yeah. said to you right the president wants for something and i had to always be in communication with the, my my mother nation and then talk to the, uh, or carry out that here and i will take care of the other citizens of the same nation so that's our authority that's our position um so in order to understand it a little bit more what other authority do we normally see like a parent has an authority right a father mother has authority over their kids the grandparents also has some authority over the grandchild a 75 year or 85 year old grandparent let's say he is very sick and then with the age is very weak right a 10 year old might be more stronger than him but still who has authority there grandfather the grandfather has authority he has positional authority but if the teenager he is a teenager right so a rebellious nature he is shouting at the grandfather and all that doing all with with his power is doing a lot of stuff again talking back to grandfather and if grandfather thinks that oh i am such a frail person i don't even know what to talk back they seem so smart and he is like okay he is not um, taking his authority at all he just listens to it and he is so sad and he became the weak person in that scenario what will happen does that authority help him at all do you think no. if if somebody else is looking at that scenario at that home who is in authority there darkness no darkness but the child. Child. the child the child is taking over the authority yeah the teen oh, seems to have real good authority over this grandparent his old person but in fact in theory i mean in reality who has authority grandfather grandfather yeah back in kerala we have a um saying I don't know if it's a good saying, but I will say that. I will try to mm-hmm. translate to English. Maybe you also have to say. If you don't take the the seat assigned to you, even a dog will take it. Okay, or something like that. If if you are not exercising the authority, some dog will take it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. If you are not if you are not taking your rightful place, a dog will assume it. Okay, that's a which is true. does the dog has authority no but just because you were not aware of it you were not using it some dog is using it so same thing is happening in spiritual realm that's why you when you look around or in our own life in our own mind and our own personal life we look so weak when we say that i don't have any authority it seems like the kingdom of darkness have been overtaken me or oh, look at my family everything is messed up or oh, look at this world it's so messed up look at my child so messed up my health is bad all that i mean you name it it seems like that teenager is having more power does he have any authority the teenager no but does he have more power yes 
right? Yes. So that he is more powerful. He is, his hormones are raging and he seems well built than the old grandpa. Young age. Young age. He is more power. So do you see a difference between power and authority here? Correct. We see that. Normally, we kind of, it's synonym, that's what we think. But it's different. Power and authority is different. A person in authority may have power, but power is not necessarily needed for an authority. So this we need to understand. This is the only thing we need to understand today. Power versus authority. There are two different things. Um, in simple terms, power is something, it's an ability to do something. It's an innate ability you can acquire uh, to do something. That's power. So in, in our normal world, we can say, I am an IT engineer for the last 15 years. So I have so much experience, which gives me power. Uh, I'm a developer. So I, in all these 15 years, I was trying to do solve algorithms, work on different applications. And that has given me immense power in that area. A good singer is powerful in that area. Or if you're a bodybuilder, if you're physically powerful, if you're a sharp-minded individual, you're mentally very powerful. Right? These are innate abilities of any human being or any entity. But authority is different. I might be the super good developer in our, my team, but I have a manager who has no idea what development is, and he decides things. Right? So who has authority there? I have power. But he has authority. And that authority. Right. But manager, does he know IT stuff? Not really. No. He had speak people skills. So somehow he got placed. Let's say he was influential in the company and he got positioned. He may not be a good individual, but let's say he used his influence to be my manager. But even then, the company said he is my manager. So he became more authoritative than me. I had the power, but he is in the authority. By what means he achieved it, it doesn't matter. But that's a difference between authority. Authority is a delegated power. That power doesn't rest on him, but that power is from the backing system. You see the difference? Both of us have power. One is from my own power, and the other one is from a delegated backing entities there. So when we come to understanding this difference between power and authority, it will change our mindset. Oftentimes we feel like the fight which we are doing, what fight are we supposed to do in the spiritual realm? Every day, what are we fighting against? We learned in Ephesians 6, right? Forces of darkness. Right. What was the Bible verse? Always back it by the Bible verse. Which one is this which Bible was you talking about? Corinthians? Ephesians. Ephesians. A battle is not against? Flesh and but yeah. it's with the card. Ephesians right. 1, chapter 3. Uh, chapter 1, verses 3. Can you read it? Uh... Blessed be God and the Father of Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. No, our battle is not against. No, that's not the one. But anyway, you got the idea, right? St. Paul says that the battle is not against flesh and blood. So our battle is not a physical battle. It's not about battling, fighting against bad people, bad managers, well. bad spouse, bad kids. No, we are not fighting against them. Our fight is against what? Against the rulers, against the authorities, against the world powers of the darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavens. Right. Which verse is it? Ephesians 6.12. Ephesians 6.12. So write it down. So this is what we need to fight against. So that means fighting means we need power, right? This is a battle. So it's all about power. It's all about how do we win battle? If we sit lukewarm, lazy, nobody will win the battle. So there was another verse which we discussed from the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God being 
established. No. no. Has suffered violence. And the violent will take it. Do you remember that verse? No, you didn't tell about this John the Baptist. Okay, we didn't, when, when we had discussed with the Malu people. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> okay, so that's a pretty good one. Um, let me give you that scripture. All right, give me one minute. This is a very good verse, which Jesus said, which is kind of confusing. Matthew 11, 12. And from the days of the John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. So Jesus said, we need to go and preach the kingdom of God. So said, hey, you have to also manifest the kingdom of God. This is why I'm sending you. But getting into this kingdom of God is not an easy task. It is by violence. Only the violent take it by force. Or in other words, only the powerful. Um, I think in some other words, um, translation it says, and people have been trying to take control of it by force. A violent take it by force. Forceful people are seizing it. Violence are snatching it away. Which means we need to be exercising it's more like a wrestling match in in the malayalam translation it says it's actually wrestling what's the difference between wrestling and normal in other martial arts wrestling is a contact sport like they both have to exert their force the power on the other and try to push and it's going to take a long time right they go back and go forth and it's not like you're hitting somebody and bringing him down moving right you have to use your ex entire body's force to seize the other person. So it's very tiring and it is going to go on for a long time and you need to use your complete might. Same way to use this kingdom of God, to be in the kingdom of God, require violence. Second thing, you need to fight the battle against the evil side. These two things are go, should be, go hand in hand. Unless we are doing this, in our Christian lives, we'll be a failure. We'll be like that old grandpa sitting in the corner of home and the teenage boy overpowering us. That's exactly what's happening. Does a teenage guy uh, have authority? No, but what, that, what does he have? Power. He has power um, and he's using his power to overtake us, overtake the grandpa. So in order to do that, in order to do the full, when Jesus said, I'm sending you to do this thing, and he said something else, I'm not sending you empty-handed. Why are we being sent? Always remember, the ambassador has always the backing power of the? Holy Spirit. The superior, the commander. Yeah, so what verse is it? The great mission. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it is Matthew... Uh, Matthew 16, 18, 18, no, Matthew 18, 18 to 20. 18. Can you read? Yeah. It is that I know I know it by heart. Then say it. <laughs> he said that I'll be with you. Until the end of age. Whatever I have read taught. Matthew you, 18, 18 20. Yeah. For they, no, for we two or three are gathered together no, 18, in my name. No, 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 Matthew 28, 16, 
teaching them, uh, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them uh, uh, all things that I have commanded you. Yeah. And surely I am with you always to the end, end of the age. Yeah. Amen. So three things, right? One, he is saying, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, you go. It's not because you are super powerful. It's not because you became something totally supernatural. It's because I, Christ, now has all authority under heaven and earth. Which means he became the supreme force in the entire universe, I would say. Like or in the heaven and earth. He is the decision maker. He's the president now. Now you go. That's the reason why you should be, go. And remember, I will always be with you. Which means now you are being backed by a superpower. Jesus Christ. Christ himself has the entire authority. This happened only after his death and resurrection and ascension. And when, then he's seated at the right hand of the Father. That's the name. Philippians 2 times says a name which is above all names. All other names. Remember, a name means an authority. Now we read about the Ephesians chapter 6, right? We read about our fight is against principalities. We all other rulers, etc. etc. All of the all of them are names in the spiritual realm. Or means um, authoritative figures in the spiritual realm. And that's the kingdom of kingdom of darkness hierarchy. But now Jesus is saying. I have authority over all of it, above all other names, far, far above. Now I'm sending you. You are my ambassador. I'm backing you. Now you go and carry out what I started. So see the difference. We don't have power, but what do we have? We have authority. We have authority. Backing authority, Backing authority by Christ. So next time when we starting praying, what will the enemy tell you? Tell us in our mind. Distraction. He's not going to help us to focus. Look at your power. Right? Look at your power. You are a sinner. You have no idea what you're talking about. You are contradicting yourself. All these accusations will come into your mind. Remember the battle is in our mind. Even before the battle begins, he already conquered us. Because we are looking at our power. But he will never allow us to focus on what? Or backing authority. authority, our authority. So we are like that grandpa. We are not using our authority. First of all, we need to understand that we have an authority. And then we need to understand what kind of an authority it is. How do I exercise this authority? Once you get to know that that's the light of the gospel, that's the truth which Jesus has given us. Once we embrace it, our power doesn't matter. Our sinfulness doesn't matter. Our Unworthiness doesn't matter. We will be a new creation. We will be ambassadors of Christ. Then things will change. Then the way you pray will change. Then the way you approach your life will change. Everything around us will have a new meaning. We will look through a different lens. So that's what we want to achieve through this session. It's already 9.20. And we covered a lot. Uh, but one more stuff. Let's look at that one more command. So this one is about Jesus sending us out. Why are we being sent out? Because he has all authority and he will be with us always. So this is his master plan. Jesus is going to be with us. He didn't say that I will be with you if you don't sin. He didn't say that I will be with you if you obey all the commandments. He didn't say that I will be with you if you pray 24 hours unceasingly. There was no conditions. There's no conditions. Like I will be with you the end of age. That's the grace. That's something we don't deserve. That's not based on our merit. That's something of his nature. And that's a promise given freely. But the kingdom of darkness will always keep saying that this is something you have to acquire. You, you cannot be, Jesus cannot be with you because you're not holy. You are committing a lot of sins. You're not able to control your mind. Look at you. You're putting up a mask. You're living double life, all that will come into your mind. For what? Make sure that you don't realize the truth. We will believe those lies. We will believe those lies and that moment nothing will work in spiritual life. 
so unceasing prayers 24 hours without the authoritative mentality will give you nothing so let's learn one more spiritual secret and then let's go now let's wind up this one i'm looking for that bible verse so remember when we go out to fight our enemies are stronger but what did jesus say in 1 john 4 4 always by heard this one this is an easy one to remember 1 john 4 4 you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Right. You are of God. And little children, little children, which means that we are powerless creation, infants. But you have overcome the one in the world. Who is the one in the world? The word of the God of this world. The kingdom of darkness. Why? Because not of our might. But because the one who is in me is greater than one who is in greater world. than the one in the world. This is the positional authority. You need to understand this. If the, so, faith is not about saying Jesus Christ is Lord. Faith is having surety about this reality that the one Jesus is, regardless of my sinful state, regardless of I feel it or not, regardless of what I think of myself. When the Bible says, when Jesus says that I am with you always, when I am inside you, the kingdom of God is inside you, the Holy Spirit is inside you, you are a temple of God. And because I am inside you, you will have power over your enemy. You are already conquered him. Having that positional truth in your mind and the ability to be sure about it and the mindset which will overcome our reasoning and logic, that is faith. When you have that faith, anything is possible. So until today, we are like that grandpa who is, think we, who is thinking that we are weak. And this enemy who has power, like, just like the teenage boy shouting at us, doing things, throwing things at us, hurting us. We suffered enough. The moment we realize this thing and transform our mindset, our thinking by faith, things will change. So that's what we are going to experience in this session. Uh, maybe five or six sessions. We want to be more practical. Now we are going into more practical mode. Kingdom of God was more theory. Now how to act it out is practical. And I was glad that you guys were praying for the people in the group. I purposefully didn't reply. And you were seeing results. Yeah. Family, right? And also the intercession team, I think they we already kind of using authority, right? You are commanding and praying. You will see this, uh, the things have changed from then, right? I believe some of the testimonies was about it. So why are they working? Because it's true. So Jesus is true. Whatever he said, it will happen. It will come to pass. So unknowingly, we were using authority. Now, now yeah. that we know more about authority, we can use it more confident. So slowly but surely we can be christ if we are willing to work with at the moment we move out of this meeting the enemy will come will accuse you accuse anyone every one of us but that's why we need to have always how to have close communion we have to come back read the scriptures remind ourselves this is the truth the initial days we need to teach our brain we have to rewire our brain so much that we will ultimately start believing it. The more you feed it, the more Holy Spirit has to work with it. That's why Bible says faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing the word of God. Yeah, the only way faith can be increased or the faith, this personal authority can be, uh, that mindset has to come in is by hearing the word of God, which means and at those days it was hearing, but all it, it means that somehow you need to have the word of God or all these truths put into your mind. It should reach your mind through your senses. Once you hear it and understand it, ponder over it, over and over, it's going to get stored in your brain cells. You will be thinking more. And with Holy Spirit, when you have the wisdom and revelation, remember Jesus had all the wisdom, all the revelation he was discussing and debating with the most educated persons and Jewish people when he was an infant. Where did that come from? From Jesus Christ, from the Holy Spirit, from the wisdom. 
So we should be praying for wisdom. We'll learn about all that. What are the steps? It's not like, oh, I learned this tomorrow. Let me get another, you know, but it will work. But that faith building takes more time. That mindset, it takes more time. So first John 4, 4, always remember, the one who is inside me is greater than the one who is in the world. So there is another verse which says that I am giving you all authority. So go now. That is in Mark, I think, also. Yeah, so find that if anyone knows. I'm giving all authority. Oh, heaven. Mm -hmm. no, now we said, read that, that Jesus Christ have all authority under heaven and earth. Okay, that's good. He has authority. And he said he will come with us. That's why he's sending us. Matthew 28, 18, right? That's what we read. Yeah, 18 to 20. Mm-hmm. Where is the other one? So kingdom of God, what was the definition of kingdom of God? Anyone remember? To, to seek him, to know him. No, from the Bible, we learned that in the last session. Kingdom of God, practically, what was it? Not food? Yeah. Right? What was the verse? See, now you have to remember all those verses, otherwise, it's, it's all being taken away. Yeah. That's why the faith comes from, from our mind, right? You have to memorize it. You have to read it again and again. Only then it will be registered. Otherwise, you have to see that, you have to understand that when we talk about spirituality, it's not disconnected. It's not something which will only happen in the church or when a retreat set up. It's daily happening in our minds. It's actually happening in our genes and in our minds and in the memories, memory cells being erased and reprogrammed, all that. At that level, it's happening. So it's very I mean, every day, every second, every minute. Right now, we are in the kingdom of God because we are being talking about the secrets of the kingdom of God. It's been listened. We are having you know, our faith has been increased by hearing the word of God. It's been imprinted. The Holy Spirit is using it. Right? There are many things happening in the spiritual realm as we speak, as we participate in this. So every day, we have to go back to this. It's not for the sake of memorizing it. Um, it's for the sake of living the life Jesus wants us to and helping others. So always remember, go back to your, we won't feel like it. We won't be having time, but time will not be there. We have to make the time based on the priority. We will never fail to brush our teeth. We will never fail to uh, eat our breakfast. Right? Why? We, do, we are super busy, but we do all that. We will never fail to feed our kids because we know that regardless of how we much busy I am, these are priorities. These are important. So we make sure that we that is being taken care of. The same way we have to set priority for kingdom of God. We need to go back and learn and listen to the old messages, write down the scriptures, kingdom of God scriptures. You can Google it. It comes up in, in a second, in a minute, straight through it. So kingdom of God is not food and drink, but it's, a, it's about the peace and joy which is in our mind through working of the Holy Spirit. That's the kingdom of God. So the kingdom of God is in our mind. mind. The transformation of our mind. But it is enabled by the Holy Spirit. So it, it all works together. We need to be willing and available, make ourselves available for Holy Spirit, for word of God. Um, only then this kingdom will grow in us. So let's wind up. It's already 9.28. So let's, let's close our eyes. So for next week, find that one verse where... God is giving, Jesus said, I have all authority, but in this particular verse, Jesus says, now I am giving you all authority. Okay, so that's a verse. Uh, if we can find multiple ones, that's good. So come back with some authority to 
verses from Bible. That's um, that's next week's homework. Let's close our eyes. Let's ask God that He bless us to understand this authoritative spiritual life. Our Heavenly Father, we are going our heads before You, not because we are worthy to come, but because we understand that we are unworthy. And Lord Jesus have come down and made us worthy. He has reconciled us back to you, Father, to the kingdom of God. We are born again. We are citizens of heaven. And it is amazing that today we understood that you, you want us to be sent out to this world, to be your ambassadors, to be your representatives and bring out the kingdom of God, bring out your plans for the entire kingdom. Father, until today, we were reluctant. We were lukewarm. We thought of many shortcomings of our own. But today we understand from the scriptures that it is not our might, our power, but it is your authority. It is our Jesus Christ's authority, his name above every name, which will enable us to carry out this task. Father, we are bowing our heads again. Father, bless us to understand this. Give us the wisdom and revelation. And we are pleading the blood of Lord Jesus Christ on all our families, all of our families, all our financials, everything which is connected to us. We are pleading the blood of Lord Jesus Christ and we are binding and casting out every authority enemy has planted. Every ground they have gained. We are getting it back, taking it back in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Bless us, Father, Mother Mary, all the saints. Be with us in this journey. Pray for us. Pray that we get the wisdom and understanding and have the willingness to follow this. In Christ's name, we ask. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining today. I think we are all the Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Very interesting. Good night, all And good morning to others. Yes. <laughs> good morning and good night. Good night good day. and good night. Good night and good morning. Good night. Have a good week ahead. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless everyone. God bless you. God bless. Thank you.